Guys, I can't deal with how many times I've recorded this intro and I just sound like a douchebag every time. So let's just like get through it. Hi, um, welcome back to the Bipolar Diaries. It is season two now, which is fucking exciting. Um, also want to say happy birthday slash anniversary to the BP Diaries. I, not I, but well, yeah, I turn one tomorrow. <laughs> um, I've ordered a fucking cake and I'm going to eat it, maybe share it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that is freaking exciting. Basically a year ago I was in lockdown in Australia and I'd always wanted to write a blog or do something to do with, you know, educating people on bipolar and it just happened, you know, it just came to life. I let my creative juices flow and now look where we are still in my room, still recording on my iPad pro, but you know, we literally will dream big. I don't know. I said literally, but Big dreams, December, just you fucking wait. Okay, cool. Anyway, moving on. Today's episode, I will be having guests on ASAP. Don't you worry, we've got a fucking awesome lineup. I've been just like booking people in. Uh, the next guest we'll have on is um, one of the best gals in the world. Uh, she's also a bipolar queen, um, Ellie Carpenter. So she's going to come on and... The next one is about alcohol and I thought she would be a really good one to talk to that about because we kind of have... We're very similar in a bipolar. She's probably the first person I've ever spoken to that we have really similar experiences. So, oh my God, my boobs. Jesus, huge. Lucky you. Um, so she'll be coming on to talk about that. And yeah, she'll be on soon. So don't you fucking worry. Like, I mean, I know you just come on here to watch me, but I've got to add people to the mix. Anyway, so... Today is the filing cabinet in my brain, which I've discussed on my blog. And I just wanted to dive in deeper to it just because it doesn't just discuss, you know, the filing cabinet. It kind of takes you through when bipolar is most likely meant to hit for um, people. So it's, it's commonly said that it comes in when you start puberty. People, you know, you would just assume it's something you're either born with or, you know, that's what I thought. But if you knew me before, my bipolar kicked in. I was, I was not bipolar. That's for sure. I was completely different person when I was younger. So when I was born, I kind of always, um, as we mentioned with my sister on the episode a few weeks back, jokes like a few months back because I'm fucking lazy. Anyway. Um, basically I was super shy when I was younger and I kind of always struggled and I was actually meant to be in the year above and just be young for my year because I was a fucking genius. But I was so shy and I couldn't talk to anyone without my sister that they held me back a year. So I was in just, you know, the normal year that I should have been in. But yeah, I couldn't open my mouth to fucking anyone. I was literally just a mute and Ali would speak for me and I was just terrified of the entire world. I had the worst anxiety. It almost came across as like OCD or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, Ali would talk for me. And then as I got into school, I would pretty much have a panic attack every day before I went to school. It was horrific. And I had to have my ponytail slicked back with no, not a single bump. I remember spending sometimes half an hour outside the car um, before I went to school, crying my eyes out because my ponytail wasn't as slick as it could be. I would have to wrap it around with like 10 elastics um, my socks had to be folded down perfectly, three folds over. My shoes had to be the tightest they could go. 
And, you know, my mum would always help me out with my hair and things like that and tie my shoes for me when I was a lot younger. But then, say, for example, my mum went away for, you know, a girls weekend or at work or something like that. My dad, I, I would have a meltdown. I'd be like, dad can't do my hair. And I would just think it was, you know, the worst thing in the world. So I was a very anxious kid. Uh, and it obviously, as we've spoken about before with my sister, it caused a lot of, you know, Ish not issues in my family, but obviously it was so hard for them to kind of navigate through that because I was just fucking, I don't know why I keep saying fucking, <laughs> I was just fucking insane. Um, so yeah, that was just freaking rough. Um, but you know, upside of this, I was so fucking smart. Like I was a child genius at this point. Sorry, my chair keeps creaking. I was a child genius. I was like a prodigy and I just, everything just clicked for me. I just got things. I got math. I got, I, I got these university certificates. That sounds weird. You know, those you know, probably heaps of people got them. I don't know, but I was in the top class for everything. And this is when I was, you know, year four, year five. So it would have been about 10 and 11 um, or 12. And, you know, I was just like, I was just freaking awesome. Um, and then, you know, I went through puberty when I was 12 and obviously everything changed. And nothing made sense anymore. It became incredibly confusing. Life just became so much more difficult. I still had these anxieties, but I was able to, you know, my hair, I almost, it was as if my brain had been taken over by such confusing large amounts of just, I don't even know what was in it, that I couldn't physically worry about things like my hair anymore. I just fucking couldn't care. And so, yeah, things became really difficult and I dropped classes every single year. I went from the top class to the second class to the third class to pretty much failing maths, um, failing nearly every subject. Uh, and it was so rough and it was hard and I just, I don't know, I, I just became obsessed with boys really. I mean, what's new? I pretty much still am. But like, that's all I did with my time. It's the only thing I felt like I could focus on and I had the brain capacity to focus on. And the reason I think that is, is because the best way I described it to when I first got diagnosed by, um, to my psychiatrist, and she like said, this was probably a really good way of describing it to people, um, is, you know, when Jim Carrey in, um, what's it called? Bruce Almighty. And he's trying to organize the prayers. I'm not saying I'm God, but he's trying to organize the prayers and he goes, organize them into files. And then all these filing cabinets just like pile up. And it's obviously just too much to go through. So I feel like I have a thousand and one filing cabinets in my brain and every single one of those filing cabinets are open at the same time. And you can just imagine that would be, you know, it's freaking, I can't even, I can't even, even thinking about it, give me anxiety right now. My heart's pumping out of my chest. But so that's what my life was constantly like and sometimes is still, but I've been able to, um, you know, create coping mechanisms or whatever the fuck you want to call them to get through that so yeah I just went through high school feeling super dumb I know all my friends probably thought I was so dumb like I know they thought I was dumb and I wasn't it was really annoying so I used to be so smart things just didn't add up and I then became quite just like rude and would always my my go-to phrase was I don't care so whenever something was too large for me to handle and like my brain I just knew I couldn't focus on it um I would say I don't care I don't care mom, my mom would be like so and so is in the hospital and I'd be like I don't care <laughs> I 
event and every fight I had with my family was like, don't say I don't care. It's disgusting. And I was like, I don't care because I just couldn't deal with anyone else but myself. And it comes across incredibly selfish. Um, you know, I've, the amount of times I've been called selfish in my lifetime is insane. Um, you know, self-absorbed and everything like that, because you just, you just can't deal with anyone else. And I hate, I never like to use bipolar as an excuse, but it is really difficult sometimes, but obviously like, you know, on medication and all that kind of crap, it's a lot easier to get through, but yeah, it's just, it's just hard. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, I obviously, as I've grown up, things started to get better, especially going on medication. You know, I went to university and shone like a fucking star, got high distinctions. But then I came down in my practical exams because I just did not give a fuck. And yeah, my end grades wasn't great, but my essays were fucking stellar. And so things became a lot better. Things now today are a lot easier to get through. Um, you know, I basically... It's weird. I have to wear matching outfits. Like I can't wear an outfit that doesn't match. I can't go to the gym in an outfit that's just like a t-shirt and some leggings. I have to go in like a black bra, black tee, black leggings, a pink bra, pink tee, black leggings. Everything has to match to a tee. Otherwise, I just feel not 100%. Um, I have to constantly write down lists because everything is fucking in my brain. And I have to reorder them. So about 10 times a day, I'm rewriting a list. Even if I have the list right there in front of me, I have to rewrite it just to make sure I've got it correct. Like done in my, you know, it's like set. I also have to write lists on my phone and then save them as my background. So I'm visually seeing them all the time. Oh my God. I'm just never going to get a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't need one yet. Anyway, so yeah, that's basically the rundown of the filing cabinet crap. Um, I'm sure, I'm, I, I hope that's not just me, because otherwise I feel like a fucking psycho. But, you know, if that is just me, maybe I'm just really fucking special and unique. But surely, uh, I mean, my psychiatrist said I explained it really well. So hopefully other people can relate to this. That was annoying the shit out of me. Sorry, I just had to brush my hair because... Some little wispy bits. Anyway, um, this one's a short one just because I'm so, I'm fucking prepping for the guests, the guests, you know, um, and it's going to be ideal. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fresh content. Uh, it's going to be fucking hilarious. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I literally talked so fast today. I can't even deal, but you know, you just got to keep up with us. You know, this is how bipolar people operate and you've just got to go along for the ride. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed today. I hope you like my new, my new backdrop. Um, you know, I just kind of whipped this together. You can see my little bipolar, the BPD in the background, um, which I bought and cost me an excessive amount of money and I did not need it, but I need to put used to it. So that's why it's sitting in the background. It does light up, but it doesn't look good in the video, obviously. Um, look, full disclosure, this isn't actually working. <laughs> I tried to get it to work, but it's not working. I've got to figure this shit out. But it looks so profesh. Okay, so testing one, two, three. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed today. And I mean, I hope the guy I'm going on a date with tomorrow night is not watching right now. Um, and yeah, come back next week. Also wish me a happy birthday, AKA the BPD birthday. My actual birthday is not till May 30th, but come wish me a happy birthday on Friday. And 
watch me eat some cake. It'll be great. It'll be great. Um, thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>